There's a motorcycle outside. Okay, welcome to the Above the Fold podcast. My name is Josh. My name is Bree. Thank you for joining us. Episode 17. 17 episodes in the book. It's the age I was when I first uh, went to uh, senior year of high school. (laughs) What were you doing when you were 17? Uh, Can't remember. Couldn't even talk yet. Nope. (laughs) But today, what are we going to talk about? We're talking about running a business and things involved around running a business. Yeah. We have a very special guest here, uh, introducing her later. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) And that time is now. (laughs) Is it? Everybody, <laughs> put your, your hands, hands together, together for, for Katie, Katie Stocking. That's me. Hi. Hi. It's a pleasure to have you here. Thank you so much. Welcome to the studio. This that is, was our best intro yes, yet. This is really, really <laughs> I don't good. even know how we're going to start this thing. Oh, man. Nailed it. Put some uh, music. I'll put something behind it. Hopefully. Yeah. You, did you like the music? Thanks. Yeah, mm. I really, it got me going. Okay. We'll add that later. I'm feeling motivated. Mm-hmm. We're sitting in a company office called Happy Medium. Are you familiar? I have heard of it. Okay. And I like the name. Okay. Um, it's funny because you started this business <laughs> about four years ago. I did. Yes. Four years ago to last Saturday. Mm-hmm. So four years ago in a week. Yeah. Wow. How about this that? This is pretty timely then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we'll be talking about the things involved with running that said business. It's mm-hmm. a lot. In this podcast, lots of stuff to talk about. Exciting. Mm-hmm. Bree and I have been looking for a house. To live in? To live in. Uh, also. To hang out in. Hang out. We might watch TV. I we, don't know, yeah. I think when we, when we have a house, we could do podcasts in our house. We, could we, could, a, we should just have a room dedicated for it. Yeah. We'll put little cushions up on the doors and windows and walls. <laughs> it has its own entryway. <laughs> yeah. And a little light that goes on. A on mini the, fridge with small bottles of water. Mm-hmm. Only for podcast use. <laughs> um, but we just emailed a lady who you recommended to us. And we have yet to meet with an actual realtor. But we're just trying to get stuff figured out right now. Mm-hmm. That's Pre-approval. When it gets serious. Yeah. yeah. Have yeah. you looked at any houses? No. Just uh, just online. Online. Pretty much. Have yeah. you heard of it, this app called Zillow? I have. I didn't. I've heard of it until. I need to stop looking at it mm. because, like, I'm like, oh, that's a nice house, and then within Save. a day, it's gone. Yeah. Snagged they up. go so yeah. fast. Yeah. Market's hot. Yeah. I have funny story. That's what everybody's saying. I didn't know Zillow, or Zizzle. I didn't download it until I saw a commercial, on television yeah so what that was, was your referral it was during portlandia because mm-hmm. they have a special portlandia is brought to you by zillow advertising worked on me it did i didn't think advertising did. i thought yeah. it was immune i like the app i do too yeah yeah Bree just signs in on my account um, yeah because you're engaged <laughs> mm-hmm. you're so. supposed to have a top list of things that are important when you're looking for a house like mm-hmm. that you're no non-negotiables what do you think that list would be Bree? Um, hmm. Roof. Roof. Kitchen. Front door. <laughs> I'd really like a fenced-in backyard, mm. but, you know, I don't know if that's going to happen. Yeah, I would say like one in four of them I've seen so far have mm-hmm. had fenced-in backyards. 
Mm-hmm. We're kind um, of looking in a quarter of a chance. Quarter of a chance. 25% that we will have a fenced in backyard. One to four. Um, I would like uh, at least two bedrooms, if mm-hmm. not three. Um, so we can have a guest bedroom and possibly a home office. That mm. would be cool. One thing, I, yeah, I'd really like a home office. Mm-hmm. Those are nice. Garage would be really good. Two yep. car, two car garage. Establish how many cars? Both park in it. <laughs> we Here's could a tip. do that. I did not park my car in my garage before I bought my house. Really? And then after I bought my house, I figured out that my garage is a shorter garage than normal. Mm. That's but that's not something you would think of until... No. Right, yeah. So that. your car didn't fit? It did fit, but oh. like mine was a small car at the time. But then once my husband's truck came, mm-hmm. that did not fit. Mm-mm. But I never, I didn't really know garages came in different sizes mm-hmm. as far as depth-wise. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So something you were telling me the other day is that we should be extra cautious when we are looking at houses. Because sometimes, like in your case, they didn't have screens on the windows. Yes. And that's, I mean, if you have to put screens on after you move in, that's not, that's, a, that's a lot of money. It's it a price tag. It's a price tag. <laughs> um, yeah. The, those you. little details, those things you'll have to like open every cabinet, look in the oven, yep. open the fridge, find out what animals already live in mm-hmm. there. And then how do you get them to leave? Yeah. You have to get treats <laughs> and stuff. Live and in there. Talk to them. <laughs> Start knocking on the ceiling, find the <laughs> raccoons. Yeah, I think that it's really important in choosing a realtor because of that. Mm-hmm. That's really smart. And maybe Google a list of questions to ask a realtor. Google, that's, huh? Google. That's on the internet. Try that. Search engine. Ask your parents. Ask friends who have recently moved and are currently being driven crazy about random things. I think that's smart. Yeah. And you can get an inspector, but the crazy thing about inspectors is that even they only test so much. So mm-hmm. literally... It's not like they test every plug-in or everything. It's how much you want to put into it. But I was also a little afraid to, like, look in the house and investigate and spend time before I bought it. And I wish I wouldn't have been as afraid and just sort of been like, I'm going to spend two hours here digging around. Mm -hmm. I think we do need to just sit down with a realtor. Bree was, like, Friday night. It was, like, 6 p.m. And you, on Zillow, it's super easy to just tell someone you want this house. It's a big blue button that says you contact. Contact. I'll take it. <laughs> Put and in so, Josh's phone number. Yeah. And Bree sent me a Facebook Josh message. Immediately him. Checking account routing number. <laughs> she sent me Social a message security. saying she was going to press contact agent on this. And right away I get a phone call. Oh, no. <laughs> from a very nice lady who left a voicemail. And I called her right back. And, and she's like, well, I told her we were just starting. But she's like, yeah, I can still show you the house tomorrow at 1. And we're like, okay. And then later that night, probably like eight or nine, she texted me saying it, it was already sold. Oh, <laughs> so it's midnight man. shoppers mm-hmm. <laughs> on a Friday. Get you every what time. What are you doing? Yeah, that's the night I sold my house. Actually, I sold it by myself. Really? And it was the first time I showed it to anybody, and they said, "Will you do the whole deal with us tonight, so the other people you have lined up tomorrow won't come be able to see it?" Wow. And I came to the office and used the scanner, and then I sold my house. And it probably was 11 o'clock at night. <laughs> it was also Oktoberfest. So while I was waiting for it to process, oh. I went outside and had a boot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> had a boot. Makes the process a lot. <laughs> to myself for selling my own house. Something to pass the time. <laughs> you know what? You know, we don't need to sign these papers. <laughs> Just, I you trust you. <laughs> I feel like I can get more money out of this. <laughs> <sighs> so that's house hunting. Yeah. Update. So we, we need to move this summer. You think so? so? Well, my lease is up. Yeah. 
And so is I yours. I was <laughs> thinking we could do some homeless stuff for a while, but no. Okay. We Under your should. desk might be a nice place to take up residence. I'm going to take the couch, the couch yeah, over there. The designer nook. Another tip I've heard is also try when you're looking at houses not to look at things that are easy to change. Mm-hmm. So I think it's really hard to not look at people's paint or their decorations. Yeah. To just think like, that's not really my style, but you have to picture it. Yeah. Someone's house. Raw as you can. That we were looking at had a photo gallery and like they were in love with the color green. It was like green shag <laughs> carpet, mm-hmm. or not shag carpet, but huge green rugs and green walls and green bathroom things i was like wow this is intense mm-hmm. Bree's like we can paint over that you can you <laughs> so. can re-carpet you can paint it's a fun project mm-hmm. for us to do i'm sure yeah. that house has been sold for probably five days now <laughs> just by the way the market's going probably another thing that's been sold is a trip to cancun for brie and me <laughs> we're going on a honeymoon mm-hmm. not right now but in october Aloha. Mm-hmm. Aloha. <laughs> Aloha. It means good wishes and best honeymoon. Also, goodbye. And goodbye. Come back soon. Get out of here. Cancun, uh, often mispronounced as Cancun, uh, because of the way it's spelled, is <laughs> on the tip of Mexico. If you take a map and you do a hand, an oven mitt, it's on the thumb. I don't know. I'm just making sure. Uh, but... My good family friend, Deb Westrom, <laughs> famous around Happy Medium for her Facebook presence, is... She's very famous. Yes. She's giving us a heck of a deal from a voucher that she had. And so uh, we're very excited to go mm-hmm. to this seven-day all-inclusive. Living the life of luxury. Uh-huh. <laughs> Katie, you've been to Cancun before. Yes. Once, multiple times. Multiple times. What is your favorite thing? I really like the all-inclusive part of being all-inclusive. Mm-hmm. So I think when we went on our honeymoon, we it was my first time at all-inclusive, and we put our wallets in the safe the day we got there, and we didn't take them out until we left seven days later. That's pretty cool. That way your wallet doesn't get stolen. doesn't get stolen, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it feels like everything's free. And now at your place, you didn't have to tip people, right? Or they didn't You weren't accept. even allowed to. Okay. I wonder if we're supposed to tip people. Yeah, it was interesting. My honeymoon was in Jamaica, though. And any time I've been to Cancun, tipping was A-OK. <laughs> so I, my tip, which we've discussed, <laughs> is to take maybe like $100 in $1 bills and give those out in tips. Because mm-hmm. once you get there, since you're in Mexico, it's kind of difficult to get U.S. money. Mm-hmm. And they really like that. So yeah, let's do tip. the ones. Yeah. <laughs> It helps one them. for you, one for you. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Two for you. Open the um, door. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you, sir. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Who is that? I don't know. Roger? Um, I also like the idea of bringing, I, we made took Tervis mugs because the cups at an all-inclusive are really small, so you have to get up from your lawn chair quite a bit, and I'm not a fan of that. Mm-hmm. And so if you take bigger cups, they'll fill them up for you. Really? Mm-hmm. Tervis, huh? What's Tervis? Maybe That's you'll get some water bottle right yeah. there. Oh. Maybe you'll get some for your wedding. Is With your just, names on them. Oh. Let's register for a couple Tervis mugs. B and J. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> B and J. Is uh, a Tervis the type of, uh, is it the brand? It's or the brand. The, okay, mm-hmm. not a type of. Um, it's a Kleenex situation. Voss. Okay. Okay. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> Very cool. So um, we're going to leave 
the deal is that the reservation starts on the night of our wedding. So either we have to skedaddle from our own reception and fly, or we'll probably just leave the next That's day. That's kind of vintage, actually, like changing at your reception. Everybody sort of waves S- you off you into off, the night. Yeah. yeah. You'd have to get a flying suit or something that they usually yeah. just change into. Get right down there. Yeah. Yeah. But Skip fancy. the first dance and yep. just. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, we gotta You're go. Playing the song. Just ask someone else oh, to I'm do sorry. that for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Volunteers. I also like towel clips is a good tip for um, honeymoons mm-hmm. or all inclusives. Every the thing at an all inclusive is everybody always races down to save chairs. Like people will literally get up at four a.m. and go save their chairs for the day. Mm-hmm. So. You'll have Josh go down and do that for you, sure. <laughs> obviously. Yeah. I'll run, get chairs. So I like a beach towel, and then you have, there's clips that hold your towel on, so when you're sitting, you're not annoyed with the whole ta- uh, towel falling down situation. Yeah. And plus, then those clips can identify, because usually you use the towels at the resort, and mm-hmm. they're all the same, so then they can show um, you which ones are your chairs. Towel clips. Put that on the registry. Okay. Yeah. You're going to have to open some presents before you leave in the morning. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, we are. Oh, yeah. <laughs> First thing, 6 a.m. Yeah. Where are those towel clips? Come on. We need them. <laughs> just keep just Open the suitcase. Shove it in. All right, let's go, go, go. Go, 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 go. <laughs> oh, man. Bree, you're going to be so stressed, you said. I am. It's going to be so great. You might be. Get then you'll be at a beach. in my shoulders. As soon as we get on that plane, though. I'm getting a massage right when we get there. Bye. Whomever can do it. Strongest man in the The camp. strongest man or the huskiest woman. <laughs> or both. Double team. Double team. Massage. Perfect. Uh, okay. Well, should we take a quick break? Maybe. Yeah. Let's take a quick break. Okay. Stay tuned. Coming this March to NBC, a new comedy by executive producer Ellen DeGeneres. It's a guy who's married to a girl who looks like her sister who's married to another guy who happens to be her brother. Whoa, dude, I didn't even recognize you. What? I totally went to that rock concert that one time and you were there the year before. Uh, what rock concert? The Rolling Stones. Oh, brother, I guess we're dating and also married now. In case you didn't know, this is produced by Ellen DeGeneres. It has a guy, that's me, a girl, That's me. And a silly old grandpa. Wait, there isn't a grandpa in this show. What the heck? Well, I guess no grandpa. Catch one big wacky NBC comedy produced by Ellen DeGeneres this March on NBC. Welcome back to to Above Above the the Fold Podcast. Podcast. Episode 17, 17. Running Running a Business. business. (laughs) <laughs> We're here with Katie Stocking, owner, founder, president, CEO, executive of Happy Medium. It's the preferred title she she has chosen for herself. Always. All on the business card. <laughs> uh, a thing that Bree and I wanted to talk about is a new show that we watched starting this weekend called The Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Yeah. It's on Netflix. Yeah. Starring Ellie Kemper. Mm-hmm. If, if you've watched The Office, that's Erin from The Office. She comes in in like season or something i don't know she's pretty funny Mm -hmm. though um so the show is four women that are in some like bunker or something trapped under 
trapped underground and then they're rescued and then they go on a talk show and then they all kind of go separate ways or whatever Mm -hmm. and ellie or no well kimmy sorry is she in new york city yeah new york city kimmy uh goes into new york city and starts a life there yeah so i found a really a lot of similarities between this and 30 rock Mm -hmm. um just in the style of writing i think uh with there's even what's jenna maroney what's her real name oh um something yeah the jenna maroney from 30 rock is Uh in this show too and she plays a very similar type of character maybe that's just her personality yeah and the writing is very sharp and has a lot of jokes and then the music too Mm -hmm. is by jeff richmond who also did music for 30 rock so if you like 30 rock i think you'd really like this show yeah we were watching it and then commenting how we thought why is this on netflix it could have totally been on network tv nbc it's kind of i think it could have gotten picked up easily yeah some deal went under and maybe it was intentional yeah maybe yeah maybe netflix was treating tina a bit better or something yeah i don't know tina has a long time you know relationship with nbc so if you're tina fey you could probably make a tv show anywhere at this point you could yeah because you lucky duck you lucky duck (laughs) tina marie uh but it's on netflix and they get to make i don't know how many how many episodes are in that season but how many they get to make a full season with Without having to do the whole pilot process, I'm sure. So Mm -hmm. that's kind of nice. I highly recommend checking it out. At least watch the first episode. Mm -hmm. See what you think. I will do it immediately after House of Cards. Okay. How many episodes are in this House of Cards season? Mm, Maybe like 12. Okay. I'm on 10, so I'm getting close. I think I have three left. Mm -hmm. The the nice thing is it's easy to just keep watching that. Yep. And then just, just never, never get up. That is the nice thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you're just like, you sat there for a whole hour and you're like, ah, I just, I want to keep watching. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not. Yeah. Yeah. Even if your dog needs to go out or mm-hmm. kid needs to eat, just keep watching. Oh, darn. Speaking of dogs, <laughs> that's our next topic. What a transition. You're welcome. Let's go right into bulldogs. Um, <laughs> Katie, what, what's your take uh, these days on the bulldog? I am a big fan of English bulldogs, but I don't want the other bulldogs to feel left out. I just happen to have two mm-hmm. English bulldogs. One is named Georgia. She's all white. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right. She's my favorite. <laughs> She's white with only spots on her ears. Mm-hmm. It's really and cute then ears. It's pretty adorable. And Cleo is our other bulldog who's a little younger, and we rescued her two years ago, and she is brown. Great. Yeah. Pretty um, spunky for bulldogs. And do they get along together? Not all the time. They're mm-hmm. a little catty <laughs> <laughs> with uh, each other. Really? Yeah. <laughs> oh. It's the weirdest thing. Um they aren't a fan of one being on the couch and the other not being on the couch. So okay. now jealousy is an issue. Nobody gets to get on the couch except for me. So <laughs> that's the best rule. <laughs> yeah. So you know we got to cut that off. But they're pretty active for bulldogs. They can jump high, and wow. they actually like to go for walks. Yeah. So what's the difference between their type of bulldog and other types? Well, there's American Bulldogs, and my Bulldogs could probably walk underneath an American Bulldog. American really? Bulldogs are pretty tall. They're tall? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. 
And then there's French bulldogs who could potentially walk underneath an English bulldog. So it could get tiny, really crazy if you Mm -hmm. got them all together. Um, But yeah, that's about it. I think French bulldogs are a little yippy, I've heard, but I don't like to say that because I don't know. I haven't seen that first person. Mm -hmm. I think there's a French bulldog in my apartment complex. Mm -hmm. I see it. Does it yip? It does not really. It's oh, just see. I'm out there spreading a bad just, name for Yeah, it. it's walking down the stairs to go outside to go potty as I'm coming up. Sure. Um, the bull mastiff is a mix of bulldog mm. and mastiff. Oh, okay. Uh huh. So there's the mix with the bulldogs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Where did you get your bulldogs? Georgia, I got in Minnesota, and Cleo, we adopted from the Illinois English Bulldog Rescue League. Oh. So it's a rescue league that's all english bulldogs mm-hmm. obviously mm-hmm. You, as follow, you know by the title <laughs> yeah. yeah there's a facebook group right of english yes bull- bulldog i actually rescues. had to unfollow them because i kept requesting to adopt them oh. so yeah. <laughs> i think Derek unfollowed them for <laughs> yes. me um, but i do always a lot of people when we go to the farmer's market with the dogs or anywhere they always ask where we got them and then i tell them all about the rescue league and tell them i will help them get a bulldog if they want one that's great bulldogs are kind of tough to take care of sometimes they have a lot of wrinkle issues and they're a little bit smelly Mm -hmm. so then people don't aren't always as nice to them as they could be Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. do they get along with brig they get along with Brig really well. Aww. Brig is a big fan of getting into their beds with them <laughs> and laying all over them. And they both sort of just lay there and let it happen. Mm-hmm. So Pulls on the ears. Yeah. They don't have tails. Their yeah. tails were snipped when they're babies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we can't pull their tails. Uh, babies like tails. That's all I know. <laughs> they do. <laughs> tails <laughs> wag and it's who doesn't like that? Probably the yeah. coolest thing out there mm-hmm. that's on another person or a moving object it's weird being a non-tail dog owner when you go around dogs with tails you're just not used to it Mm -hmm. at all our whole house is set up for no-tailed dogs you Mm -hmm. know people with tailed dogs have totally different living situation (laughs) (laughs) you have to adjust for that i will say the tail versus the (laughs) no-tail there's probably probably less thumping too because the tail Yeah. <laughs> Knocking things over. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Getting in your face. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah. You're familiar. I am with the tail. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Speaking of tails, uh, how's Finnegan doing these days? Oh, Finny. I think he's good. Um, he went back home to my parents. I was watching him and Tucker T for mm-hmm. a couple weeks. And um, I'm going to get them back, though, at the end of this month. Mm-hmm. So I miss those those dogs. Sons again. Just best friends. Mm-hmm. But Finny. He is getting big. So, so big. As my dad says, he's a good eater. Good. <laughs> <laughs> so is Tucky. Tucky is in there. Magically, all, our dogs are always very good eaters. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mine just too. have the best foods available to them. <laughs> Do they have a favorite squad. food? Oh, well, Tucker T, he really likes fruit, mm. magically. George's so. favorite food is apples. Yeah. You can sometimes open the fridge, put your hand on an apple, and there she is. Mm-hmm. She knows. <laughs> She's got an yeah. apple sense. Uh, and if you feed you know, feed your dog like carrots or celery, it's a low-calorie treat for them. Yeah. Anything that comes out of the fridge is, wow, humans get to eat this too. So cool. We'll take that viewpoint on it. But I don't. Mm-hmm. he doesn't really like celery. Who does? Who does? No. Yeah. Celery's the worst. <laughs> Should be illegal. <laughs> um, I don't. He, Tucker literally eats anything. He's, a, he's like a goat. 
and he'll eat some some pretty gross stuff too so but he does like fruit mm-hmm. he likes oranges and when i have them with me i always give them the tail end of my banana. Mm-hmm. Finnegan's jumped on that train right away. <laughs> Give him a little piece. They love bananas. So, you know, oh it's our morning thing. Mm-hmm. That's cute. Uh, Katie, you're going to a place in Austin, Texas soon. Now, maybe right now when this is airing, you'll be there. I bet I bet you will be. Mm-hmm. I will be there. It'll be my first full day there, actually. Mm, well, okay. I don't know when you're hearing this, so right. what do I know? But we'll see. Um, it will be one of my first few days there. I'm going next Friday, and I, it will be my second time at South by Southwest. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking forward to all the parties mm-hmm. and how some many, of the learning. How many some days will you be there? I will total? be there. I'm flying out Friday, and I'll be home Tuesday. So Okay, so like five. a long mm-hmm. weekend. Okay. South by Southwest is tricky. They force you to book the hotels for all four nights of the event so might as well mm-hmm. make the most of it and everything and mm-hmm. it's supposed to be 75 degrees every <sighs> single day so i'm looking forward to wearing my swimsuit to the yeah. event just <laughs> walking around why isn't everyone else in swimsuits come on <laughs> promised i was gonna do networking yes. <laughs> Uh, well, it's supposed to be warm here, too, at the same time. It's like 60s, but yeah, still not that's quite not 70. Right. right. I know. <laughs> I remember, yeah, we, well, the two of us went last year with Lindley. Yep. And it that's was. three of us, but yeah. This t- total of three. <laughs> not me. I didn't go. Brian did not go. Uh, but I remember the first day, uh, it was just like mid-70s. It was so great. Cause Beautiful. Because it had been a cold winter. And then we got stuck in a hurricane. Yeah, and then it, tell you what, it rains. When it rains, it pours in Austin, Texas. And when it rains, the cabs go home. They do. They can't find them. Oh, and I don't think we had Not an, an Uber, not a cab. Not a single umbrella, did we? Not we an umbrella. We were at a container party and... And not some, like a Tupperware party right, no. that people go that, to. Well, that is where my mind immediately went. Just sitting in a circle we comparing. Like, do you want the cake one, one or do you want the vegetable tray? Yes. <laughs> a shipping container. Yes. So that's what they do at the South by party. Southwest. Mm-hmm. They had transitioned into yeah, and there was some bar. some weird photo booth, and that's all I really remember. It was and it was just I think I was we snagged a few framers. Yeah, I have it. Oh, I still have those photos. Those are yeah. on my fireplace. So, yeah. for people that don't know much about South by Southwest, can you guys give an overview of kind of what it is and your experience with what kinds of things you can do there? Mm-hmm. Sure. They it, have a few different tracks. Yep. First of all, it's like interactive is the one we went to, mm-hmm. and they. I think that was the original one. And then they have a music and I think film. it was originally music. Music, okay. Interactive maybe is the last one that they added. Then. Yeah. So you were close. Mm-hmm. It's right <laughs> on the nose. <laughs> you were right there. So it's kind of a, I don't know, it's a, it's a festival for going and seeing the latest and greatest stuff. I don't know. I think the music people do. I know that the people that head up 8035 here, the big concert, um, so that's where they go to book a lot of the talent mm, cool. <clears throat> for that week. So I think that that happens a lot for music, film. I'm not really sure. That's the one I'm pretty gray on. Mm-hmm. But interactive definitely has a lot of, ooh, sorry. Ooh. <laughs> Got aggressive. That was a kick. It <laughs> was a quick kick. <laughs> the interactive is lots of learning, lots of networking, and it's 
um, a lot of conversation on culture at companies for the entrepreneurs and a lot of places to schlep your new app. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of like talk of artificial intelligence and robots and wearables, wearables and all that stuff. Um, as a web developer, it was interesting. They had a couple things on web development specifically. So they have regular panels, and then they also have workshops. Mm -hmm. And so I think I found the workshops to be the most beneficial last year because they talked about it's kind of just a walking through how to do things with web web development. Mm -hmm. But I would say if you're interested in doing learning about the future of tech, that's probably the place to go. It's a good place for getting motivated too. I think mm -hmm. that even if whatever you know talks i went to or people i hung out with just in overall general i came home pretty motivated and mm -hmm. excited to you know finish taking over the world right yeah it started <laughs> but is the next step mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. start a business take over the world right and i emailed you this I'm weekend not done yet we're gonna do a panel next year i know that's so funny i was thinking about that i do feel like if we bring monkeys mm -hmm. that will get an audience right that's all you. if we're doing do. a panel we want one that people are lining up for <laughs> right all we have to do is web design you and a monkey or, <laughs> and then literally just have a monkey up at the front with a trainer and yeah it's not relevant at all to the web design discussion but people will be they're gonna have to put us in the big auditorium yes <laughs> <laughs> yeah so that's south by southwest you'll have to tell us how it goes i will mm -hmm. i'll let you know yeah Let's take another quick break, shall we? Okay, we'll be right back. Okay, we're taking it right now. Hi, my name's Tess. I own the domain test.com. No, you heard me incorrectly. Tess, T-E-S-T, test.com. I was going to buy test.com, but it was already taken. I'm here to ask you to please Stop emailing me. I just can't take it anymore. Do you know how many emails I get each day in my inbox? One million? Guess again. One and a half million. It's not my fault that I bought the wrong domain. It's not my fault either that test at test.com still goes straight to my inbox. I keep asking my sister Tiffany for tech support, but she's always unavailable. How about you quit it already? My name is Tess at Tess.com. Welcome back to Above the Full Podcast, episode 17, running a business. Here we are, talking about it. With Katie Stockton. Singing about it. Josh Larson's here, Bree's here, Katie's here. I'm here. Yeah. We're all down. So, talk about running a business. I'm just kidding. It's an awful question prompt <laughs> what made you decide to start your own business that's a question i get a lot and the answer never changes um it i had a client that i was working with when i was at the tv station here in des moines and they asked if i would come work for them and my husband encouraged me to be a consultant more for them he was a commercial lender at the time which means he helps a lot of businesses get started and we had just got married and we were looking for maybe some more free time which is ironic and <laughs> um so i started the company and just planned on doing consulting by myself and um kind of doing that and then i didn't do any of that i did something totally different but mm -hmm. 
That was originally my old company that I worked for, you know, did a lot of great things for me and I learned a ton, but the environment as far as the benefits and everything just weren't going to be a long-term great fit. So I would say that was the main reason I sort of decided to really start it. And I did feel like a lot of the clients I had at the station, I could maybe do more for them, but I was kind of in an in-between situation being a rep at a TV station. So this helped me to be able to work with them directly. Okay. So fast forward to a week ago. It's been four years since you started Happy Medium. What advice would you give to someone or even yourself four years ago, you, if you were to talk to them right now? Well, I did get very lucky and had a lot of great resources around me. So my first advice would be to take advantage of those and not try and just do everything yourself or figure it all out on your own because nobody does. Um, so I had like a good banker around me and I had a lot of good, just general business people that were willing to help out. And I think that sometimes when you're starting things on your own, you're so determined to just do it on your own that you sort of hold yourself back by not just letting people help when they can. Mm -hmm. There's a fine line of going after yourself, but also letting people help with what they can. Um, and then I forgot the question. Just, just stuff that <laughs> Ad, you've learned or advice. advice. Oh, yeah. That you give right. yourself if you, today um, back then. Yeah. So then I, you know, I think that it's really tough to decide when your business is going to change or it's going to grow. And I think that that's my second piece of advice is sort of just start to quickly realize it's always going to be ever changing. Mm-hmm. I think that that's the most the best and the most exhausting thing about being a business owner is that every single day is different, whether it's, especially because we're in advertising and digital advertising, not only is our work different every day, the actual company is different. And Mm -hmm. I think last year at South by Southwest, I heard the quote from an entrepreneur that was just like, I live by the adapt or die, you know, messaging and thought and that I always, you just are constantly adapting and that can be exhausting, but it's a positive. So Mm -hmm. I feel exhausted a lot by all of the changing that's going on, but you know, telling my four years ago self that the change is usually always getting you to a bigger, better place. So Mm -hmm. to not be exhausted by that. One of the biggest changes I think we've gone through in the last year is the physical location of the company. Yes. How far in advance did you think that was coming down the pipeline or did you see that coming and you're like, yeah, I think we'll move by X date. I think that that was interesting too, because I think some, again, back to listening to the, you know, people with maybe more experience around you, people had been telling me, you need to start looking for a new space. Our old space, you know, was pretty tiny and we were like two to three people per L-shaped desk. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I just hadn't thought of our business as bigger in my head like that. So it didn't, it just made sense for us to be there. It seemed weird that we would need a bigger space. And I didn't really realize that the moving process would be about a year to a year and a half. And it's tough those first few years because a year and a year and a half in the company, it's like a completely different company mm-hmm. a year and a half later. So it's hard to guess. Or even right now, you know, we're like, do you need to start looking for a new space or don't you? And you can't predict the future or you can't predict, are we going to get a client that makes us, we think we need to hire 10 people for, or are we mm-hmm. going to stay here forever? adapt or die Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's exhausting but it's good exhausting Mm -hmm. what's what surprises have you encountered in your four years leading a business 
I think that I never pictured myself to own a business or run a business or mm -hmm. start a business or any of that. And so that in its own self was surprising <laughs> that I do that. And I think it's strange now that people that met me after I started that couldn't like picture it any other way. And people that I like got voted in high school as quietest person in my class, which seems really weird to yeah, other people now. So I think it's just been such a change and I had to pull a lot out of myself that I maybe wasn't planning on doing or a journey that I ended up on that I wasn't planning on. So I think just the surprising that I was even capable of doing it or am somewhat capable of doing it. Mm -hmm. yeah. One of the things that I think would be most challenging about having your own business is the self-promotion aspect uh, like having to constantly sell yourself and put your name out there and like <laughs> I I'm not a person I don't like to I don't feel like I like to be the center of attention and that would be so tough for me to just constantly try to be like Josh Larson has a business and you should <laughs> shop here constantly I would that would be so tough for me to do and you do a good job of it without being like overly you know you're not one of those people constantly posting on hey, Facebook. Hey, look at me. Yeah. So don't I look good? <laughs> yeah. Um, I think that's a really tough part. Mm -hmm. I, a few years ago when I realized that, you know, we don't do PR here at happy medium, but we do have, you know, people we work with for that, for our clients that need it. And so that's just so far away from my scope of skill that I don't know enough about it. And when I did, Start to work with a PR person. There's a train, as there usually is at our office. Choo-choo, as Liam says. <laughs> be around 3.30 or so. Mm -hmm. um, when I first met with them and they said, you know, step one is building you up and then the business will follow after that and building the business up. I was so uncomfortable with that. But it is, to me, it's kind of a necessary evil in doing that. And I, I mean, there's absolutely no question that, oh, it gets louder. It's going to get louder before it Let's gets quieter. Shall, shall we take a quick... Yeah. You know they're required to do that? Really? Honk like that by law? At every little crossing? Jill was upset about it, and so she looked up the research on <laughs> the, the legal... Uh, the rules that they have to follow. Hmm. Yeah. Anytime they're within any amount of... It's because people live here, not because mm. people work here. They have oh, to do that. I didn't know that. Mm -hmm. So if you're walking... Does you're it like, happen oh. every day? every day multiple times i literally schedule conference calls around it now because i it's just so loud mm -hmm. you're like what <laughs> there it goes okay um so you know and i think that's hard and i always get anxious about just being out there more in general because i think once you're out there people are just watching you more obviously mm -hmm. and then i also get anxious that when I'm out there, people are going to think, I think that it's all me, not like a full team effort or mm -hmm. all kinds of things go through your head. Yeah. But also every time I do win an award or I'm writing a blog or doing something, we get more business because of it. So it's really hard not to, it's a catch 22. Mm -hmm. What do you think is the ideal dream team to get your business started? What kinds of people do you need to have working with you? My husband told me when I started to do the things you were really good at and hire out the rest. So for me, I think that that's just such great advice because in the beginning I bootstrapped Happy Medium. So there was just literally zero cash. It was only the cash that I had and which was close to zero. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so 
you know, somebody telling you to hire out the things you're not good at is just more money than what you feel like you have. But for me, as an example, I'm terrible with numbers. Accounting is not my thing. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I did, I feel like I was struggling through it and trying to do it all myself. And then four months in, I finally hired accounting Kevin, who is still our accountant. Mm -hmm. And, um, everything was so much smoother and the business grew more because I was not like messing around on QuickBooks, trying to figure out how to create an invoice for seven hours for like $30. (laughs) (laughs) And so like sometimes eventually at that point I would just call people and be like, you owe me $30. (laughs) Can you just mail it or don't pay it at this point? I don't care. Um, (laughs) So I think that that, you know, is really good. And for me, you know, bringing on uh, an accountant right away, because a lot of my clients needed design, I needed to bring on a designer right away. Uh, that was something I definitely didn't do, and then it kind of obviously grew from there. Mm-hmm. But mostly hiring what you don't either like to do or initially in the beginning what you're not good at. Yeah. You are not only a uh, business owner, you're a mother too. Yeah. And Let's talk about that. <laughs> you I are have. two things. You, a business <laughs> owner and a mother. Now, I have it all. <laughs> is it possible to have it all? I love that question. Um, no, I'm just kidding. I hate that question. <laughs> yeah. Hashtag ask her more. Right. Um, so, yeah, I am a mom. Brig is 16 months old. I don't know when you stop saying the whole months thing. Yeah, when do you, when do you stop calling uh, a kid a baby? That came up the other day. I think... <laughs> Do I still call? <laughs> can I still call Liam a baby? Liam's you can call baby. your He's a your toddler. sweetie a baby. Uh huh. Hey baby. Hey baby. Want to hop on my motorcycle? That's I don't know. That's um, what I do to Bree. <laughs> sure, let's just go pick one out. Okay. Um, <laughs> I was gonna say two years old, and at that two year, hey, this kid is two years old. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't have kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yet. Both of us. Um, he's 16 months. I'm sticking with 16 months for now, I feel like, until he's a year and a half. Yeah. Once he's a year and a half, then I think I'm going to switch over. Right. I have a friend, though, who celebrated her daughter's 62nd month birthday the other day, which is interesting. So she's still going by months. You can do whatever you want. Do whatever you want. Just the options are endless. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to switch over to a year and a half. I just decided right now while well, we talked it out. You heard it here first, folks. <laughs> she is signing the document that she will <laughs> stop the months at a year and a half. Yes. So I have Brig. That's mm-hmm. fun. I meant to start my business to have more time at home, and I don't have that right now. But mm-hmm. I have a goal to work towards that. So it's nice. We have a Manny. That's a big help. Again, back to Dream Team hiring. That's important. He brings it home more, and the man, he can bring him down to see me, which is really nice, and sort of mesh both worlds. And the man, he also starts dinner, which is also very handy, because I like to eat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't get home till late, so. I was telling you the other day that I was reading Amy Poehler's book, and I'm like the least qualified person to talk about this because I'm a man, but the frustrations involved with being a mom, but people always asking you, how can you possibly do that if you're working or if you're staying home? How can you possibly do that? Do you actually get those questions from people or do you feel like people are 
getting better about that. I don't think I've ever been interviewed for anything yet when I haven't been asked that question really? since I've been a mom. It'd be weird mm-hmm. if they were asking before right, I was before. a mom. But <laughs> how, how do you do that? Right. Yeah. Well, it's never a question that's asked of a guy. Right. Never. I think it's so interesting. And it's a catch-22, I was telling Josh, because if like somebody some people wrote me recommendation letters and they said she's amazing she balances being a mom with a you know business owner and all this and that and you don't really want to I mean you're thankful that they say nice things obviously but it is a part of you'd like to change the conversation you know or just adapt that I think Lena talks a lot about those concepts as well with Cheryl Sandberg so I don't know how to I think it's a tricky conversation to change because I think from the root of it, people really are complimenting you. Mm-hmm. But the question is, is like, why don't they think that about guys? And so it's hard, though, to call them out on it when it's a compliment. I think for me is where sort of the problem gets a little dicey. Mm-hmm. It's very weird. They yeah. mean well. Yeah. And, and two, I mean, you own your own company. So I think it, that it, the question goes even further because you have the most important job here. And you also have the most important job of being a mother. And those are two full-time jobs. They are. I do like to say I have two babies. Like, this is my first baby, and Briggs kind of my second baby, because Mm I, you know, would openly admit that I love both of them as much as each other, you know, as opposed to just, this is not just a job for me. It is the first baby. So um, I think that's interesting, too. And I think just giving yourself permission to love your job as much as you love your family is a big part of changing that conversation too. I think people are always afraid to admit, like I was kind of excited to go to work this morning or, Mm -hmm. you know, some mornings when your baby doesn't sleep all night, you're like, I gotta go. (laughs) You gotta go. See ya. (laughs) I'm going to punch a wall if I don't leave. (laughs) So I think that's, you know, fine. And I do get a lot of questions about, I've had to, you know, as the company's growing, I travel more for work and they're like, you know, you don't want to be away from your baby or whatever. I'm like, no, but I do really, this is something that's also really important to me. And, you know, I have Brig for a while, but I have my entire life, you know, for that. So I think that's a lot of deep thought to be mm-hmm. had. Mm-hmm. When you were having your baby, did you take... The moment? The moment you that... You weren't there. Okay. <laughs> i trying to remember. Okay. Uh, no. Uh maternity leave how how do you feel about that I think maternity leave is it's another reason I left the company I was at um because I didn't feel like I was going to be able to be gone more than a few weeks and when I had a baby eventually I didn't know when that was going to be but I knew I wanted to stay home with the baby for a while um and so for my company I set up maternity leave that's 100 percent paid which is very unique and we get a lot of questions about Mm-hmm. But we also have unlimited PTO or vacation days, and I get a lot of questions about that, too. Mm-hmm. So I think that all also goes back to bringing the dream team in and just trusting the people that work for you and knowing that, you know, they have lives that, that are very important outside of work. And I want to make sure that we can do everything we can to mesh those two together and build an overall good lifestyle, not just like a good work environment and a good home environment. It's just a better overall life mm-hmm. it's funny i was telling one of my friends because he was he works at a um uh, retail and he was asking like how many 
how many PTO days do you have? I was like, no, we just don't keep track. It's just unlimited. He's like, okay, yep. No, but how many like can you take? I was like, just as many as I want. He's like, wait, you can take as many as you want. And he's like, yeah, yeah, you couldn't believe it. And, uh, yeah, I think it's pretty cool. You should take next month off. I think I will. (laughs) Got nothing else going on this year. I told you, you need to take the week of your wedding off. Yeah. And he, Bree's still trying to convince me to take Thursday off. We'll see. <laughs> you have to go get your outfit. I do. I, I think you need sure to take shoes fit like Wednesday. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. Don't I w- worry. I'm on your bus. Yeah. Yeah. I would love. Like I. I don't know if I would take like tons of PTO days off, but I would. If I had the option, I would stop working like when I felt fried at the end of the day, mm. because there's a certain point for me at least that like four four thirty some days like i'm i've hit my limit of what Nothing i'm productive gonna... on like i'm just gonna stare at this or i'm just gonna get angry that <laughs> i don't play people solitaire me. yeah <laughs> first download solitaire um, <laughs> message the it guys like how yeah do I that's get to an interesting concept that i so the unlimited pto thing i had heard about last year at south by southwest which is when we brought it home huh. and incorporated it I think it's going pretty well so far mm-hmm. um i did a i looked i did look back last month that we still keep track of days only because just to more so see what people are up to and how we can help and everything and we also another question i get is do people still have to get it approved and we do have people still approve it because to make sure that departments are kind of covered and such well there kicking stuff um but i have been thinking more about the flexible hours we do flex hours like we have someone who it works better for her to work earlier and then leave earlier so she can get to daycare on time and things like that. And she already does that and it works fine. Um, I think that I need to figure out a better way. I think that's a really interesting concept and I'm totally open to it. It's just figuring out like how that really looks yeah. and works. And Because you wouldn't want someone to just say, okay, I'm, I'm leaving now and not give you that heads up. Right. You know, and then how do you even know that you're going to be fried you know, at four o'clock right. next week on a Wednesday, <laughs> you, know, like, you, don't know. you don't know yet. And you never know, especially at an ad agency, you never know what's going to come up, like what fire drill Last you, minute, everybody has to jump it, in on. That's the part I think that's the scariest for me. Yeah. It's just like, if a client calls and you need something, I need somebody here to be able to execute yeah, that. If your office hours are eight to five, then you have to be there. Right. Someone has to be there eight to five. Right. And we already do have Friday afternoons off, um, but we do have our front desk person stay. She works just eight to five every day. So someone's always here in case they are, because you just, you know, unfortunately, until the rest of the world sort of changes, you kind of have to be mm-hmm. around and available. But I think that's an interesting idea. Yeah, I've also been pondering extending the maternity leave past the 12 weeks, because I think that it's going to take that to initiate that change just overall and show people that it doesn't just have to be 12 weeks. There's no like... That's only because it's the government, you know, standard. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe we can be better. What's your take on employees working from home? That one doesn't, the working from home doesn't really bother me or concern me. The tricky part here in general is that some people have desktop computers and others don't. And like some people don't have all the resources and the access of the equipment at home. So I think if we did get to a point where working at home was okay, it would be an actual investment where we're making sure people have stuff at home. We're making Mm -hmm. sure they have stuff here. Um, But we certainly have people do it. And again, that goes back to if you trust your people, then 
and you have the right team, it's probably not going to be as huge of an issue. I think we're stronger when we can collaborate too. So I would never want to be in a situation where we're always just an at-home kind of office because I think with our open environment, so much, so many products are so much better because you know, everybody's sort of chiming in mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or maybe they're worse when everybody's telling you what to do <laughs> and they don't, they're mm-hmm. not even a web developer. Yeah. Working from home would take a lot of organization and trust, of course, mm-hmm. and just processes for all of that too. Just I feel so like that <clears throat> the 21st century, like employers being like, dedicated to their employees just allowing like any type of working style i mean not every employer does that but it's very much a trend you know like okay how are you going to be most productive Mm -hmm. uh do you need to block everything out uh (laughs) or do you need people to maintain your sanity um everybody's different and do you need to work from the pool (laughs) (laughs) maybe um cancun (laughs) yeah it's interesting seeing other companies too um change their policies because i think reddit uh just an online kind of message board essentially but they were really known for their remote working and then all of a sudden they've got a new round of investment you know investing and Mm -hmm. everyone is either forced to move to san francisco or laid off because they're not Mm -hmm. supporting remote working anymore which i thought is really yahoo switched back to once yeah um, that girl took over yeah yeah um yeah, what was that all about? It's just they were able to work from home um, a certain amount of days a week or something, and mm-hmm. then she put the axe to that. Back in. So hmm. I'm sure there are reasons behind either way. So it's interesting. It'd be a lot less expensive if we didn't have to pay for an office. Yeah, that's for sure. We could set up shop at a coffee shop every day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all fifteen of us <laughs> taking over their safe, safe, tables. safe tables. No, no, I have people coming. Yeah, we have a client meeting at court. <laughs> we have like power strips <laughs> laid out. And, uh, can I get twelve coffees? Thank you. Our, our usual morning order of twelve coffees. We just stay all day. Did you get a muffin? Okay, do you need one? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, with it could work. Such a small company. How is it possible to do these cool things like unlimited PTO and full maternity leave? I think that the real true honest answer is that you, as the owner, just make less. You know, you could make a lot more if you did stuff like that. But for me, you know, I don't know, the the end game was never the money. And so this is so much more satisfying to me. And if I can really not only make a difference in everybody here's life, which is my first priority, but really start a trend even around here. I mean, it's so great that, you know, newspaper and the business record and everybody has probably at least for two different articles already asked me for information on the unlimited PTO and the maternity leave. It's getting out there and I'm getting a lot of emails and people saying, how do you do that? And can I see your, um, you know, your handbook and how you actually implement that we're starting a conversation and i think that's so much cooler for me as a goal than any financial wins Mm -hmm. cool yeah it's kind of great kind of great have any other questions brie i don't think so i i think i know everything i need to know now (laughs) perfect (laughs) If, if people wanted to find you and learn about your latest product how could they do that? What's one thing you'd like to promote? Um, we have a website. It's 
it's it's a happy medium. Oh, so frustrating to tell people because you tr- you go first. What's the website, sir? It's a happy medium.com. Okay, that's happy medium.com. It's like ITS. Sometimes I spell out the whole thing anyway. Well, maybe we should stop paying for people's maternity leaves and save up and buy the $85,000 happy medium.com URL. Yeah, and then change all of our, our little slugs on all of our that's social it. media. Cut it off happy until medium. it's paid for. Oh. It's for $85,000 and it's not currently a website. So mm-hmm. my birthday's in May if you're, if you're fishing around. I'll contribute. <laughs> Gather up. A, I'm going to do a Kickstarter for Kickstarter. Happy Medium, which has already started. Uh-huh. <laughs> Give out websites as the prize. The website is itsahappymedium.com. Mm-hmm. That's I-T-S-A, happymedium.com. No apostrophe. No apostrophes. Story of my life. Can't mm-hmm. have it. Okay. How about Twitter? Not. At KL Stocking. No KL longer interactive. Kate. No, I changed it last year, mm-hmm. and Nathan uh, T. Wright called me out on it. He did. He had incorrect. He thought Twitter he was wrong. Yeah. I don't know. I couldn't tell if he thought he was wrong or he was calling me out on the change. I think he was getting it from Time Hop, which still had the old one mm-hmm. last year. So mm-hmm. he was just like, uh oh. Gets you every time. Yeah. So okay. that's Katie Stocking. Hey, thanks for talking about businesses and. How to do it. Mm-hmm. Thanks for having me. This I think we fun. took care of business. We I know. really like your studio. Taking care of business. Thank you. <laughs> I think uh, we'll come back tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Half of you will. Yes. <laughs> Sounds good. Okay. Um, and that's all. Um, stay above the fold. <laughs>